Hey nerds, if you like what we do here on One Podcast for Nerds, remember you can always support us through the ACAST supporting system to which you can find a link to in the description below of every episode. It's only a minimum of three US dollars, but no commitment. We also sell mugs, which you can find at mainjams.com, and I would describe them with Nolan's trademark slogan, having a good hand feel. They're great for coffee, tea, when you're streaming, gaming, or just doing nerdy shit. Alright, let's get to the show. Play that intro. Hey listeners, for all of our Patreon subscribers out there, I unfortunately won't be able to watch a video recording of the show on Patreon due to technical difficulties on my end. I had my microphone muted, so we weren't able to upload it this week, but please stay tuned and we'll have one up for next week. All right, enjoy the show. Cheers. Welcome to episode eight of One Podcast for Nerds, our now weekly podcast where you can find us every Tuesday at 12 p.m. If you're a Patreon subscriber, you'll be able to listen to us on Monday. So what we are doing now is being a weekly podcast. No bi-weekly crap anymore. This is what we're doing. Um, as always with me today is Nolan. Hey, how's everyone doing? And Austin. I feel betrayed. Yeah, so we're recording this for the second time for anyone who wants to listen to that. So this is the second time we're doing this. <laughs> It sucks. Um, oh my god, I don't know where to go, guys. I'm so upset. So we had technical difficulties, <laughs> and we're doing this for the second time. <laughs> so, I, okay, well, let's go. Let's just move on to the announcements. I got to do these again. Um, so we have a few announcements. Uh, one is that, as everyone notices on the podcast feed, that there's only seven episodes, even though we're on episode eight. Um, that's because that our first episode was lost. We've mentioned that a few times in past uh, episodes. But what it is is that that episode's on a hard drive in another part of the province that we don't have access to, and the person who has the hard drive doesn't have access to it either. So basically what that podcast was was an introduction of us and what we want to do with this podcast and how this podcast wants to be. And so it's kind of shitty that you guys are listening to us, and then we like go out with all these opinions about, oh, this game sucks, this game's amazing, whatever. And you guys are like, well, you guys... Yeah, and Austin has hot takes being like, Cyberpunk's amazing! I'm just kidding, that game's really good. Um, he's getting he's getting really riled up. Look at him, Jesus Christ! Um, no, I, I'm just I'm just upset. I feel betrayed. <laughs> Anyways, I I always get introduced first. What just fucking happens? I know I wasn't ready for that. I was like, whoa, we're going with me first. I read Nolan first, <laughs> and that's all that matters, I guess, in the end. Um, but anyways, so what we want to do is we're going to do some bonus episodes. We haven't really hammered out how it's going to happen, but uh, either they're going to be attached to the end of future episodes coming this month. Or we're going to do them as like a whole separate thing uh, as bonus episodes. That kind of dictates on how long they're going to be. But basically what they're going to be is we're going to be super narcissistic and talk about ourselves um, each. So like there'll be an episode about me, be an episode about Nolan, be an episode about Austin. And we're just going to just... Okay, see what I mean? Narcissistic. But anyways, we're just going to talk about... We're going to talk with each other. So like, you know, like they're going to, you know, we'll all have things to say and other of us will have like points to make or questions to ask and so that way it's you the listeners are able to get to know us a little better and understand like why we like the genres we do why we like the game styles that we do um and and that way if you know if there's a game that you're not sure of and you you know you're a regular listener of this podcast you kind of have a better idea of like oh well if you know austin likes this shitty game then maybe i'll like this shitty game too can we start mine off of like a record scratch? Like just like it'll be like Nolan will be talking about his stuff, and then it'll go to mine. It'll just be a record scratch. I'm like, all right, enough of this shit. Basically, <laughs> we'll do we'll do yours like an old '90s video game like commercial. 
<laughs> just explosions in yeah. the background, like Torg uh, from uh, from Borderlands Two. Explosions. Yeah, it's gonna be so bullshit. We'll, we'll go with it. We'll we'll, we'll do what we can with it. <laughs> um. So yeah. So look, you know, be excited for that because I think it'll be kind of funny and a lot of fun. Maybe hopefully we'll see. Um. But now that that rambling part's over, let's go on to the next rambling part that I have to do. Um, as always, you can listen to us uh, every Tuesday, as I mentioned before. Uh, we'll be up by 12 p.m. If you're a Patreon subscriber for the $4 Canadian a month, you can listen to us on Monday. Um, as well as you can find us on Instagram and Twitter at One Podcast for Nerds. That's the number one and the number four. As well as you're able to find us on Twitch and Twitter, same handle, which is wicked that we managed to get the whole thing. Uh, if you don't want to support us on Patreon, that's okay. You can always support us through Acast support, which is where you can donate any amount of money you want. Um, it's got to be a minimum of $3, though, which is weird. I think it's $3 US is what I made it. You can find that in the description below in uh, in this podcast episode, as well as all past and future episodes. They'll always be there for as long as they're doing it. I got to stop saying, um, I do it like every time, and you guys are fucking around the entire time. But anyway... Oh, never. <laughs> Uh, if you want to, if you want to support us on Patreon, you do get some que- cool perks. Uh, so we have two new podcasts coming out. We have uh, Music Behind the Games, and we also have, which is Austin's podcast, and we also have uh, Nerd to the Past, which is Nolan's podcast. So uh, basically, Austin's going to cover music and, and video games, which is pretty cool. I was on one episode; it was a lot of fun. And Nolan's going to talk about older video games, and we just get to talk about our memories of that, and how fun it was, and, and the things we experienced, and how you know, maybe some, how annoying some of it was. Old games are hard. Old games, eh, depends on the old games. Gradius is like, I don't know, I love Gradius. Gradius is one of my favorite games. I've, ever since I got Nintendo Classic Mini, like the, sorry, the NES Mini, I've been playing Gradius non-stop. I know it's also on, uh, yeah, it's also, you can also get it on the Switch Online too, on NES. Which is one of, one of the greatest things that ever happened in video games was Wayne's World. I don't know if you guys ever played that. I haven't. Wayne's World has a game. Yes, I would not. In the, movie, has a game. in the movie, they're sponsored by the arcade, right? And they yeah. bring Noah from Noah's Arcade onto the show to interview him, and he talks about a game that they have where everyone's pumping quarters into trying to get to the next level, but there is no next level. They made that fucking game for Nintendo. You're running around, you're doing all this stuff, but there is no next level. Maybe, maybe oh. we'll, uh, maybe, maybe we'll find a, a ROM of it and we'll stream that and just get really annoyed I, with it. I had no idea that was an actual thing. I wouldn't doubt it. it. I didn't know either, but it's it's one of those things where I wouldn't I wouldn't doubt it. That's um, the benefit of having an old man on the show. Yeah. If you want to support us on Patreon uh, for four dollars a month, you get a lot of cool little perks. A, you become a producer of the show because of you. You know you make it happen so I, by paying the four bucks we'll give you a shout out at the end of every show like credits um as well as you can take part in our patreon poll where you get to where we're going to ask you guys questions for you to vote on so uh, i know austin's been asking a lot of questions for uh for music behind the games and so you know you'd be able to vote on like what's your favorite song in that video game that we're covering and and so on and so forth i'm sure we're going to do ideas. Some, i'm sure we're also going to do some yeah you can also vote on the song we're going to do that's a good one you can also do Nolan's where you're able to vote on the game that we, you know, we're kind of come up maybe with a couple games. You guys can vote on that. You guys will be able to we'll ask you questions again, as well as, you know, we might just ask some generic questions that we're asking about the news. Like, you know, we're going to cover Ratchet and Clank. Are you excited about that game coming out? Yes. No, maybe, you know, do you like, like loot boxes. 
do you are you looking for yeah do you like loot boxes which everyone's gonna say no to do you like are you gonna replay jedi fallen order because that was an upgrade like you know like oh it'll be cool questions like that as well as you can always like contact us you can send us comments questions tell us funny stories it it literally can be anything and you guys can reach out and and we'll read them on the show because why not i mean we just talked about wayne's world for 10 minutes so you know if you have you have weird little things i'm really excited for that part too you you guys have weird things you guys want to talk about regarding wayne's world yeah, send it in. We'll talk about it. I'm cool with it. Let's cover that. As All well right, as... one second. So, <laughs> did you know that uh, Mike Myers is in Inglorious Bastards? Yes. No, I didn't. Yeah, he's the he's the he's the British guy that's just really far away from the camera. <laughs> he's always a British guy. You know what? When you see a British guy in a movie, an American movie, it's always Mike Myers. It's almost, Dude, it's almost like the Americans true. think we're English. It's always Mike. Well, no, it's just Mike Myers has English heritage. His dad's English. Yeah, but isn't he Canadian? Yeah, but his dad came here from England. So that's why that's why he can do an English accent, is because he just mimics his dad. Oh. So, um, yeah, but he's Canadian, so power to us. But uh, if you don't want to pay for anything and want to want to talk to us, you can even email us. That's one podcast for nerds at gmail.com. Um, all, all applies. Whatever you guys want to talk about, I'm down. We're down. Let's talk about Wayne's World. If you guys want to talk about Wayne's World, let's do it. Music, let's, let's do it. Let's get weird with it, you know. Talk let's about Wayne's it. World. I, it's cool. It doesn't have to be about video games. That's what we like to cover, but we're looking to, you know, spread our wings and cover some other stuff, too, uh, in the future. Not right now. I got too much doing this. But, um, but yeah, you know, go we'll out. Just shoot him down. Yeah, just, yeah, I mean. You can, but not right now. You, no, no, you can right now. I'm just not. We're just not going to do a podcast about it at the moment. But you talk about it. I will bring it up. If it's about Wayne's World, we're coming to the end of the show where we're going to read everyone's emails. That's what it's going to be. And we're going to talk about it. Can we it. just become an unofficial Wayne's World fucking fan cast? Yeah, that's what it is. <laughs> Wayne's World. Anyways. Um, awesome. <laughs> all right. All right. I'm, oh, I'm done. So I'm done. Derailed. <laughs> Let's have fun with it. This is a fun episode, everyone. This is a little, this is a little unusual to to our previous episodes, but this is what we're Bones gonna do. Bones isn't sitting here cracking the whip, making us yeah, stay in line. I, I feel like he's really good at keeping us. Like that's why he's a producer, though, right? We're, yeah. we're, we are unleashed. The kids are free to run. <laughs> yeah, no parents here to supervise. Um, all right, all right. Let's let's do the news, though. I'm I'm gonna try my best to be Bones. So, uh, all right, let's get to the news. So we got to stay a play on Thursday. Uh, I don't want to spend a ton of time on this because it was mostly Ratchet and Clank, which we, we can just talk about Ratchet and Clank. But I will mention that uh, we got uh, a trailer for Among Us coming to PS4, PS5, and Xbox, as well as we got... It, it was Xbox, right? Yep. Yep. Um, sorry, I just I have to double-check. As well as we got to look at Subnautica Below Zero trailer. So let's let's just do Ratchet and Clank uh, because we got the trailers. We don't have much gameplay on these things yet. We all. I'm not going to cover Among Us. But uh, let's, let's talk about uh, Ratchet and Clank. So what do everyone think about that? First of all, Andrew, I think that's quite sus that you're not that you're not covering Among Us right now. But... <laughs> Better sleep Sorry, with that was... open, motherfucker. <laughs> 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 no, it's uh, uh, Ratchet and Clank looks amazing, right? Like it looks like the rich the uh, Ratchet and Clank movie that came out. Like it's beautiful, right? It's almost like we did. We just talked about this, like. 20 minutes ago, so I can just recover exact, exact same thing that I've just mentioned. <laughs> um, uh, but yeah, you know, it's 
it, it's beautiful. Like it's seamless. With the next gen, the load times are absolutely minimal, right? So you can just get right into the gameplay, and it looks like it looks amazing. Guns are cool. No, yeah, I've never played a Ratchet and Clank game before, and this is the first one that I've seen that I want to play. It looks like a great game. The graphics. I just love the whole futuristic city it's in. Like everything about it just looks beautiful to me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I. Um, well, I was just, I was going to say real quick is that I've, I'm playing the original. I'm not a huge Ratchet and Clank fan, but I'm working my way through the PS4 version on, on my PS5 with the upgrades and all that stuff. And it's it's a fun game. It reminds me a lot of like the old PS1 games, like old weird platformers like Gecko, which I mentioned earlier. Not that anyone here knows that, but anyways, uh, yeah, it was, it's like Gecko that I mentioned earlier, um, or even like a good one too. No, yeah, Gecko. I, I was gonna say Crash Bandicoot, but Crash Crash Bandicoot's just a general platformer. It has its um, own thing. Yeah. So uh, again, like I think if I if I beat this Ratchet and Clank, and then that one goes on sale, it's just it's nothing I'm gonna pay full money for. Not that I I do not support Insomniac. Like I I bought all the Spider Mans like ASAP and and a few other things that they've came out with, but um. It's just a game. It's just one of those games I'm not too into, so I, I'm okay waiting. I think it's a good deal. Um. So, like, the coolest part about it is this: the this new Lombax. So, Nolan, what you don't know is Ratchet. His alien race is a Lombax, right? Yeah. And he, as far as I know, I'm not exactly like super like up to date on the lore. And so, the Lombax is, you know. <laughs> Right, they're almost like an extinct creature, as far as I know. Right, but the cool thing about uh, this like alternate reality uh, Lombax is the fact that they have like she has a hammer, and you don't mean like any any role, any like RPG or anything like that. Um, if if I can crush something with a hammer, I'll fucking do it. Right. So uh, that I'm just really excited. You know, um, I usually when it comes to like these like. They it's like oh it's the same character but it's from a different dimension so they're kind of different you know it's kind of like cliche but uh, you never know I'm excited well, for it for good. me it might be the first my first introduction to the to the series oh well I'll give you my uh, I'll give you my my gamer thing you can just play the first one for free if you want it's cool oh, that's sweet of you. Uh, I don't. I actually haven't played. I haven't played my Xbox. Or holy shit, I haven't played my PlayStation that much lately. So I've been playing a lot of PC lately. Um. So okay, going on to the next next little bit here, we got uh, Fallen Order is getting an upgrade. So another last gen console game is getting a a next gen upgrade. We have Jedi Fallen Order coming to PS5 and Xbox Series X and S. We so we basically we can basically we can expect a frame rate like upgrade as well as a 4K native upgrade. Uh, this was upgraded for the Xbox back in January, but that was on the Xbox Studio side. That wasn't on the EA re- uh, Respawn side. Uh, also, reportedly, uh, they are getting a PS5 and Xbox Series XS release, like actual physical game. Uh, and we, so, you know, hopefully that upgrade, though, is free for everyone who already owns the game. Anyone, uh, no one, you haven't played this game? Not yet. And you wanting to with the upgrades? Well, I'm gonna. Are you just gonna get? You, uh, yeah, you have you have Game Pass on PC. You can just play yeah. for free. I'm just gonna download it there. So I'll do you? Nope. Do you think that like Austin, you've played it before? Do you think the upgrades would entice you to play it again? Yeah. Oh really? Oh, I uh, load times for me were uh, really long. That's fair. 
Yeah, that is, so I mean, fair. like, more seamless and everything like that. And, like, the game's already really pretty with all, like, the facial recognition, uh, recognition, holy shit, um, that they have, right? So, like, Nolan, as, like, a Star Wars fan, I think you'd really like it. Like, it, it, this is the first time I felt like a Jedi in a game in a long time. Like, it's really, really, really good. Because I think the only game like that that I've played, Star Wars, was the one on Nintendo 64 where you were Dash Rendar. Didn't get a Dash lightsaber. Rendar. Wow, see, like, I thought you were going to go with Kyle Kestis. Really? I have no idea who he is. You don't yeah. know who Kyle... Oh. oh, you don't know who Kyle Kestis is? No, really? who's Kyle Kestis? Wow, all right, never oh. mind. Andrew, uh, I, I mistook wait, wait. Nolan as the fucking Star Wars fan. Unbelievable. Yeah. I you, told you, you guys, I've got a black hole when it, like, of good 10 years when it comes to video gaming. Yeah, well, Kyle Cassis came up in the 90s. Maybe late 90s, early 2000s? Yeah. No, 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 really? no it'd be 90s, 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 2000s. mid 90s, yeah. No, because Jedi, uh, Jedi Outcast came out in the 2000s, but, um, like, early 2000s, but uh, the games before that were we went back in, yeah, the 90s. Shit. 2002 is when my Black what, Hole started. When you go to, uh, when you go on Steam, you search up Jedi Knights. Jedi Outcast. And then, like, every other game that comes with that franchise. Yeah. So, it's a good one. Uh, there, uh, don't do do anything after Dark Forces. Just play anything after that, because you won't enjoy anything. Dark Forces are before, you just won't like. So, um, yeah, I think it's what Dark Forces. Say? I think it's Dark Forces. You don't want to play it. That's no, because Kyle Kessis shows up. I think Dark Forces actually is the first one, but... So maybe I'm maybe I'm wrong. Uh, we'll talk about it later. Uh, um, all right. So we got some PS Plus games for free. Uh, so we have PlayStation Plus games coming out this May. So we have the PS 5s Wreck Wreck Fast Drive Hard. Such a bad name for a game. Sorry, everybody. That's really it is. Um, uh, Die Last and PS 4s Battlefield Five. Oh, sorry, sorry. It's called Wreck Fast Drive Hard Die Last. As well, again, still bad name. It's a long name. <laughs> it's like it's like someone just really likes Bruce Willis that works over there. But and then um, we also have PS4 is Battlefield Five and Stranded Deep, which I'm actually kind of into Stranded Deep. That game looks interesting. Um, I'm gonna go through a quick. I'm gonna go through a quick little like uh, suburb or uh, whatever, a little bit of spiel and all this. So Wreckfast, which was originally set to get a ten dollars PS5 upgrade on June first. Is a full contact racer from the creator of Flat Out. Players will race and upgrade patched together cars while battling others to reach the finish line first. Uh, then we have Battlefield 5, which most of us, other than maybe Nolan, I don't know, you ever play a Battlefield game? Uh, just two. Oh. So or, or, no, that's Battlefront 2, the Star Wars one. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I played um, every single Battlefield game since Bad Company. Does anybody remember Bad Company? I do remember Bad Company. That, was that a game was amazing. Good game. Yeah, it was a really good game. I do remember Bad Company. <laughs> really funny, man. Like, un- like unnaturally funny for games back then. I really like the fact you could blow holes in walls. Mm-hmm. Like that was just a nice little like back then that wasn't something that could happen, right? So you can we were able to, like you're like oh there's an enemy on the side of this wall. Okay, well I'm just gonna blow a hole in the wall and then kill him. Like it's it was that nice. Up the building. Yeah, you um, could just blow up the building. 
Yeah, so it's like all of the different like so the multiplayers on uh, uh like the Battlefield games Nolan are giant. So you have people running around on foot, you have people driving tanks and fucking cars and flying planes, right? It's dope, man. It's really really cool. I've I've always enjoyed it. Um Battlefield 5, I wasn't going to buy it myself because uh I was a little too into Destiny at the time when it was released. But uh, now that it's out and like I'm gonna get it for free, hell yeah, I'll have to give it a go. World War II is dope. So yeah, so Battlefield Five is the latest entry in the beloved franchise, and this game brings players back to World War II. Battlefield Five arrives on PlayStation Plus. Look to time nicely with the upcoming reveal of Battlefield Six, which is said to be the biggest in the series' history. Apparently, anyway. So we have Stranded Deep, and in in Stranded Deep is a game that will test your survival skills in an open-world adventure set in the vast expansion of the Pacific Ocean. This game will give me anxiety. You're stranded after a mysterious plane crash and have to do what you have, what you can to survive. So you're literally in the middle of the Pacific Ocean and you've got to, like, live. I think, you're, I think you're on a small island. You're not, like, I don't think you're floating on anything, but I'm not... Is it a Pacific Island? Because it looked more like, uh, like the Caribbean, kind of, because the water's blue and there's, like, sharks always trying to get at you and you have your little yellow uh float boat and you're sitting there rowing between islands and stuff like that no like what did you know right. what, what makes that look like the caribbeans in well, the pacific ocean those... there are islands there's sharks and you can have little yellow yeah. boats so he was, he was yeah, trying to no, make like the water... i did i just jumped the gun on that one sorry man <laughs> the, the water is like super super like light blue dude have you been to like, like okay where do you think where do you think like vietnamese is and all that stuff you ever Vietnamese. see the movie The Beach? That's some pretty blue fucking water, man. Yeah, Vietnam. Where do you think Vietnam is? Thailand, all that. Like... Thailand, China, Bali, Japan. It's all in the Pacific Ocean, my man. Hawaii. Hawaii is another one. He's googling shit. <laughs> He's also. <laughs> oh wait, yeah, you can see me, can't you? Because of the, ca- yeah. the camera. <laughs> Fuck. The largest uh, ocean on the planet. Yeah, no, yeah, that that, that does look like the Pacific. Feels bad. It looks like water to me, but yeah. Um, all right, so this is my last. This is my last PlayStation story because I, I, I'm trying to, I'm trying to spread the love amongst consoles. All right, so we have. I actually just titled this last PlayStation story. I don't know what it's about, so we're gonna find out together. Even though I wrote this. Oh, well, lastly, those games are available from May 4th to the 31st. Just to clarify on that. All right, so we have a lot to cover, but our last PS5, PS story is PS5 is the most popular oh sorry oh jesus guys i'm so sorry all right so we have so the last story is is that um the ps5 is the most popular console to develop for and this comes from matt perzel at ign a new report from game developer conference gdc has shared that has suggested that the ps5 is the most popular console to develop for while pc remains the most popular platform with developers overall gdc 2021 state of the game industry report is based on a survey of over 3,000 game games industry professionals of the people polled 44 percent they were most interested in the playstation 5 from a developer's developer's perspective that position is at most popular console that position that positions it as the most popular console on in the survey ahead of the nintendo switch which surprisingly is 38 percent xbox series s and x 30 percent as well as uh br at 27 percent that kind of makes sense to me because I, is PlayStation I, Five more powerful than the no, Xbox, or no, are they? No, the Xbox. Is, no, Xbox is more powerful. The, the, the X is more powerful. The PlayStation Five is more powerful than the S, and and then you have everything that follows suit. But could this I, be influenced then by Microsoft buying up studios? 
No, I think it's influenced because of the peripherals for the PlayStation 5 in the sense that, like, uh, the DualSense controller might be a lot of fun to kind of screw around with a little bit. And then, but like... Wasn't the PlayStation 4... Uh, didn't the PlayStation 4 beat the Xbox One out last uh, last gen for, like, the developers always saying they'd rather develop for the PlayStation 4 as well? Uh, you know what? I, I don't know. I uh, I think you're right. I do think you're right. I can kind of understand, right? If like if I am actually correct, then it makes sense. Like, what, if developers prefer the PlayStation Four to the Xbox uh, One, it may kind of make sense that they'd prefer the PlayStation Five towards the Xbox Series, right? So, because um, there's already that bias, then exactly, right? So, um, it makes sense. But otherwise, like, if the console's more powerful, it might be the same situation where uh, the developers prefer the Xbox 360 to the PlayStation 3 because the PlayStation 3 is really difficult to work on. Right? Well, I, I don't know if it has to go with, like, I don't know if it has to go with, I don't know. I feel like there's, like, a... Oh, here you go. PS5 is the most popular console to develop for. Survey suggests April 29th, 2021. I'm pretty sure on here it said the same thing. I think you're right. It kind of makes sense because developers are going to have a bias. They're going to it have actually, a preference. It actually doesn't say for last year's numbers. I thought it did say for last year's numbers. That's why I was curious. But it doesn't. I, I would imagine. I mean, P- PC has 58%. And that might be why. Oh, yeah. So PC is going to beat the, all the consoles. But, like, yeah. like, out of the console war, I'm pretty sure the PlayStation was just easier to work with. Like, don't get me wrong. I'm giving Xbox the Xbox 360 because the PlayStation 3. Really, really difficult to make stuff with. So, well, now you have to give it to Xbox because we're on to Xbox stories now, and this one I'm actually kind of excited for. Um, Halo Infinite <laughs> is is uh, going to be crossplay and cross progression. So, all right, so we got some new Halo Infinite news that I again I'm very excited about. Halo Infinite will be crossplay and cross progression. Progression. This will be between PC and Xbox gamers. I'm excited for this personally because I play PC and I have friends that play on Xbox. Surprisingly, a lot of games are cross-play between Xbox and PC via Game Pass. So just recently, because um, it's just recently, like last year, I believe, they made the Master Chief Collection cross-platform, which wasn't when it first released, which really sucked because I had friends that played on Xbox. And I couldn't play with them. Like all my old friends I used to play Halo with because they all had Xboxes and I had a PC and I, it was kind of shitty. So it's kind of neat that like Halo Infinite on launch day will be cross-play and cross-progression. No, I think that's great. Because it just yeah. lets everyone play. It makes the community larger and more inclusive. Yeah, I think I think so. But uh, I'm just going to quote some. Uh, I'm going to quote uh, Tom Warren from uh, The Verge, uh, which is Microsoft is announcing today that Halo Infinite will support crossplay and cross progression when it launches later this year. This will allow PC and Xbox players to match together and play Halo Infinite campaign and support all and and the support also extends to multiplayer. Any multiplayer customization and progress will sync across both PC and Xbox. Uh, it goes also on to say that Halo Infinite's multiplayer mode will be free to play when it launches later this year, with support of for up to 120 frames per second in the air arena mode on Xbox Series X. Microsoft is also ensuring all of the customization PC players expect are available inside Halo Infinite. This includes support for ultra-wide monitors, triple keybinds, advanced graphics options, and other customizations. Basically what this is saying is that if I play on my shitty little computer and get my ass kicked by everybody else. <laughs> so... But yeah, I don't know, it's pretty interesting. I'm kind of glad that they're doing that because uh, in PC you have such a, an advantage when it comes to FPSs. 
Yeah. Yo, no, you're right. Yeah, because everything's quicker and moves fast. It's actually kind of why it's hard to go back to like consoles sometimes after playing 60 frames per second, like most times. So I don't know. It's interesting. Um, what else? Sorry, I'm seeing if this is. Oh yeah. Okay. 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 So uh, Fortnite isn't coming to XCloud, uh, and this is again from Tom Warren at The Verge. Uh, I quote. Epic Games is holding back Fortnite from being available on Microsoft Xbox Cloud Gaming xCloud service, according to a new deposition made public as part of an epic case against Apple. The Fortnite developer views Microsoft's xCloud service as a competition to its PC offerings, and the company is deliberate, deliberating or sorry, the company is deliberately not offering Fortnite on xCloud as a result. Fortnite is free to play on uh, to play Fortnite is a free game to free to play game. That's okay. Yeah, that makes sense. Fortnite is a free-to-play game on Xbox, and the only way to currently access the game on iPhone is through NVIDIA's GeForce Now cloud gaming service. Epic Games partnered with NVIDIA last year to launch Fortnite. Um, oh, yeah. Key reason why Epic has favored NVIDIA over Microsoft to host Fortnite in the cloud is Microsoft doesn't currently allow rival game stores on Xbox or at cloud in any form, and, and all transactions go through Microsoft there, which is like the same reason why Fortnite doesn't want to be on iPhone is because uh, Apple charges a certain percentage for every sale that they make. So if they want to sell their V bucks, uh, they have to sign for sign. Uh, they have to sell for a higher cost to make up for the for Apple eating into their profits. Yep. <clears throat> Anyone even play Fortnite? Nope. No. Oh. All my kids' friends do, but. <clears throat> Me and I my can, kids, no, let's play it. I, Apex is mine, man. I can't get into anything else. I can't. I can't do. Austin's just Fortnite, out. Fortnite, Apex. Apex. For, Fortnite. Oh, yeah, if you're a Patreon subscriber, you can watch Austin Apex. do what he's doing. <laughs> Forgot to mention that. You get to watch this free on video. Um, All I see is the top of his head and the video's bouncing. Yeah, it's, a, you know, it's weird. You guys can see the top of my head? Fuck! Alright, how's that? <laughs> Uh, okay, so we have uh, Fall Guys has been de- uh, delayed for n- Nintendo and Xbox. So Kotaku's Ian Walker quoted M- Mediatonic. I don't know why I had such a hard time saying that the first time I wrote this. Quoted Mediatonic by saying the following. This delay gives our team some time to add features like crossplay. so when we add new platforms, players will be able to stumble in harmony with their pals, regardless of their platform of choice. So, uh, and then Media- uh, Mediatonic goes on to assure people that the game isn't changing due to the acquisition by Epic Games. So they say this by saying your gameplay isn't changing and neither is our missions to bring Fall Guys to as many players as possible. Mediatonic said at the time of the acquisition by Epic Games, each session will continue to expand the game with new content features, rounds, and costumes. Each season, sorry. Uh, so the game was initially supposed to come out this summer, but you know, without a confirmed date, there has been no... Or, sorry, without the confirmed date, and then now there's still no confirmed date, like even with a delay. That I, I guess we can assume that's going to come out uh, the latter half of of fall or you know this year, so fall or, or winter. But I love Fall Guys. That's a fun game to play. I've never played it, but it looks like one of my kids would love. Actually, I think I think your kids would hate it. I think you would like it. Yeah, my game's it not not fun for kids. That would be frustrating as hell. I shouldn't it's... say that. Lots of kids play it, but. I, if I was a child, I'd be like, "This game's stupid." I had fun with it for about a week. Oh, I liked it. I liked being the jelly bean dudes. No, that's what I mean. I I really enjoyed it. No, my my whole stand uh, for about a week, and then I got bored. No, uh, no, I, I like it. I won a few games, so it was fun. So did I. 
So, hey, you boring. say that narcissism for the podcast that you're going to do by yourself, okay? You don't bring that shit in here. I'm doing it by myself? Yeah, no, I'm kidding. We'll be there. Oh, because I'll be we'll like, be me, there me, 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 um, Anyways, so, no, Austin, you're going to really enjoy this next bit. Yeah, what's up? Uh, so, new Pokemon Snap. Yeah, so this yeah. is... Yeah, this yeah is, hell yeah! We're recording this the day after, but you're going to listen to this the four days after it comes out. So, uh... Alright, well, I'm going to read what I wrote, because I keep kind of going off script, and then it just doesn't make sense when I read into this, so let's just go with it. Well, it's out. The new Pokemon Snap has has gotten 80 out of 100 on Metacritic. It seems to be given positive reviews all around, according to Daniel Pardis at GameIndustry.biz. They were kind enough to group reviews from various sources, so I'm going to quote some of those sources, or I'm going to quote some of those reviews here. So IGN's Rebecca Valentine said in her 8 to 10 review that if Pokemon Snap, if Pokemon Snap, all right, whatever, if Pokemon Snap, but more, that's what it says. I'm just going to go with it. Where the baseline for new Pokemon Snap being any good, it would handily clear the sample, simple bar with far more courses available, courses available Pokemon and possible photos than its decade-old parent managed. Uh, Year Gamers, Lottie... Jesus, man, I'm having a hard time. It's because so I sleep. think... This is the second time we've done this. One second, let me get through yeah. his review, and then we'll go. Uh, Eurogamers, Lottie Glynn uh, concurred. On new Pokemon Snap relies on the foundation built by the original game. It has managed to develop these mechanics to create a longer, more fulfilling experience. So what are we going to say, Austin? Well... I'm pretty sure the original Pokemon Snap game only had actually like like 64 Pokemon in it. If you could correct me, somebody could look that up. Uh, this one it, apparently has over 400. It didn't have the original 150? No, it did not. Look it up. It's 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 oh, outrageous. In the story, I, yeah. I didn't know that. Mm-hmm. And I think this one has like something like 424 or something like that. I'm pretty sure um, saw, I'm pretty sure in my first run I've already seen 64 Pokemon. Yeah, exactly. So, um it was really short. Like you could beat the game. Oh yeah. With, like semi, semi, like low knowledge on the game, in under two hours. No, right. So I think what what Rebecca was trying to say, what you're kind of like, you're like, I don't. That doesn't make much sense. Is it's the original format of Pokemon Snap, but built upon it with every every in every aspect. Yeah, I see that now. It's just the way it's written is weird. If Pokemon Snap, but more, but like it's in quotation of quotations. So yeah, no, I can totally understand, but that's why I figured I'd try to yeah clear it up for you. It's it's a fun game. I'll probably play it before bed tonight because it's just one of those games that you can kind of just sit down and turn your brain off. Um, I'll switch, so I'll watch somebody stream it. Yeah, I, if I had a capture card, I'd stream it one day. Yeah, I wish I didn't give Nolan my switch. <laughs> and well, wait, or Nolan can sell it back to you, and then he can go buy a new switch. A more powerful switch that's coming out later this year. Um, that, that way, that way, I can have my all my Pokemon back. Well, so so this game has a story. I, I haven't figured out how to delete your your user account. Oh, so it's still there. It's oh, still, still there. Yes. Yeah. So the reason, the reason. Wait, you didn't you didn't format the switch? No. That's why. No, no, yeah. Don't, don't even bother. Don't tell them how to okay. do it because there's a lot of fucking Pokemon on there. A lot of shinies I worked hard to get. All right. Well, he's gonna run into space one day. He's gonna. Have to no, he can't delete life. it. He can't delete it. I've spoken. Why, why don't? You, why doesn't he just use, put them all in Pokemon Home? Uh because he doesn't know how to do that. It's not hard. Or you is he gonna... to him? I don't. I don't actually want him to delete. I don't want you to delete all his Pokemon. No. <laughs> 
don't do it! Not on screen! Anyways. All right, well, See, are you happy with what you did? Well, the reason why he can't delete it is because you're the, you're the one that's linked to the console. Good. That's why he can't. It's because your your <laughs> your profile was the main profile on that console. Anyway, so yeah, there's a view on the story um, for Pokemon Snap. So the story itself isn't particularly deep and feels somewhat half baked. Yeah, look at that sexy bitch right there. Uh, wrote Jenna cites in her eight to ten review for GameSpot, but having the narrative reasons for continuing to explore each island does help her prog- progression feel natural and well placed. So, uh, but then like Rebecca Valentine goes on to say how she thinks actually the story is really good. So, um, I bought this game. I have played it for forty five ish minutes, maybe with uh, with my lady, and uh, she very much enjoyed it because she said it was stupid, but kept making me keep playing it. So that goes to say with that. This is fucking stupid. Start the next level. Yeah, literally that's what it was. <laughs> Alright, so uh, now we're going on to my bit. I'm actually very excited to talk about this. It's two whole pages. And uh, we're going to talk oh, about... Oh, I know what this is. Yeah, the new yeah, Apex. Yeah, Apex yeah. Legends. Yeah, it's my shit. As always, if you guys want to play with me, uh, my club is one podcast for a nerd... Oh, sorry, my, po- my club is one P4N, and you can find that on... Uh, on Apex, if you search clubs, just type in one P four N and I'll pop up. So it's I'm not, not a I'm, great ad. I'm not even. I'm not even the. Uh, I don't even whatever you call it, the boss or whatever it is. It's actually it's Bones. Boss. Yeah, Bones is the boss. I'm like just administrator, and then he's like, "Oh, I don't know how to make you boss." He's gonna listen to this, Bones. You can make me boss. I know you can. I looked it up. You <laughs> sick bastard. Give me back my club. Once, once oh, the, oh that's wow, nice. look at that. Um, they're advertising Sandy. monthly for Anne if you're watching video. For $4 a month, you can watch this video. Four, four right. episodes in video. Um, so Apex, season, Apex Legends Season 9 is launching May 4th, which is funny because I played it before this game. I was like, oh, why can't I play Valkyrie? It's because it's um, two, two, three days ahead. Uh, I personally chose the story because I'm obviously a huge fan of the game. So, um, News bias. Yeah, really. This is this is where it happens. This is I'm Fox News right now. All right. <laughs> um. So yeah, there's a lot of packs. So we have a new legend, which is Valkyrie, who was the first legend to be a pilot from the Titanfall. Uh, from Titanfall. Sorry. And, I know it's so cool. And as well as like Titanfall and and Apex Legends happen in the same universe, so that it's kind of cool to be like the first like visual link between the two. Uh, she's also the first legend capable of flying, which I actually thought would be like an ultimate ability, but that's actually a um, a passive ability is able to fly. What? So like basically, what she is is she's like a mobile jump tower. Oh no, sorry, sorry, that's her ultimate ability is a mobile jump tower. So like basically, if she's like, oh, if you're like in a fight or you want to move somewhere, she can like do her ultimate, and then um, what it is is everyone can like hook to you. Like your squad can hook to you and you shoot up in the air and then you just relaunch again like a jump tower. Which I think is pretty fucking sweet. But yeah, so so her passive is to fly. So she can fly, but you have so much fuel. Oh, so it's gonna be like uh Farah Overwatch. Yeah, sure. I, I I don't know. Let's we'll go into this. So uh she's capable of flying, this is her passive ability. I'm not sure how well it would like work. As well as I think it's a huge disadvantage depending on how high you can fly, because like uh I wrote in here being like uh, you know, if I've learned anything from both this game and Obi Wan Kenobi, is that the high ground is always the best advantage. So, quote from a shitty movie. But um, 
ability is Skyward Dive, which is in essence makes her a walking jump tower from her uh, for her and her team. And her tackle ability is she shoots a bunch of missiles that damage and disorients their enemies. Um, as well, we get a new uh, a new mode, which I'm a little curious to try because they added in season. Well, we're on season seven, so in season six, five or six, they added where you can like co- uh, collect material to like make stuff. Like at like these like um, little hubs in the map, in the map. Sorry, so like and they made it so you can like make certain things. So these things wouldn't be able to be found on like the game map or anything like that. And you had to find all these materials and make it. So if you want like a light, a level three light magazine, you had to go craft it. And they introduced that. So basically, what arena is is where they just introduce all of this. Are you guys laughing about Star Wars? Because I hate both of you. If you guys are, I'm not talking Star Wars anymore. Let's just move on. All right. He's um, mirroring me, man. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> god damn uh anyways uh so we have a new mode arena which i'm uh which i'm i'm gonna read this directly from the apex website arena is a new permanent game mode coming to apex legends as part of the upcoming legacy update it consists uh oh uh, this is actually really interesting it condenses the the chaos of 20 squad battle royale matches down into four into more focused three versus three combat uh, where you'll face off against the enemy without any other squads coming to crash the party allowing you to focus on surviving and winning the fight, you'll com- you'll compete over multiple rounds, striving to be the last squad standing each time. Before every round starts, you'll use materials earned during the previous round to get in- to get and upgrade weapons as well as ordnance and healing supplies. After cu- customizing your loadout, preparing for the round, you'll jump straight into the action with your gear. If you're eliminated in the round, your squad mates won't be able to respawn you, but you'll be ready to fight again at the start of the next round. Of course, you can still revive knock- knocked teammates. You can still revive knocked out teammates. It doesn't say knocked out, though. Rounds are one when you kill all players on the enemy squad, then the next round begins, and the cycle repeats until all overall matches. Winner is crowned. And to win an arena match, you need to win at least three rounds and be ahead of the enemy team by two points. So I'm kind of curious, like, what do you start off with? Like, is everyone just starts with P2020s and just goes and, like, tries to shoot the shit out of each other? Like, it's kind of like the what gulag a little bit? Yeah. Probably. You joke. But you're probably right. You probably also. I'm not joking. I'm being being dead serious. That's actually a good guess. That's actually a really good guess. I think that'd be funny. I would prefer it. It would be like, I don't know. I would take like a um, an alternator or like an R99 or something. No, both of those are like actually good guns. You need to start off with shitty guns so that way any gun you get is good. RE45. That'd be cool. But um, no, you're right. It probably is Mozambique's because, like, it, I mean, uh, that or you just find guns on the ground and then you can just that, make well, your own loadout. That's what I was going to say. But you'd start with a Mozambique, probably. Yeah, I don't know. I'm, I'm really interested because you can upgrade your armor and and all that crap. So I don't know. I'm gonna try that because it's like three on three would be kind of fun, where you don't have to worry about like 19 other squads. It's just you and some other team. But um, yeah. Uh, as well as Olympias is being updated, which on here I'm going to say it not my favorite map. I do not care much for the Olympias map. That's the time one that came up with the Irish lady. She's Irish, yeah, Horizon. right? Yeah, Horizon. Yeah, I yeah. came up with her. And uh, I don't know. I don't like that map. I I love the uh, the gardens. I like the center like, teleporter. Yeah, that. Yeah, that's a good place to start. But I always find that like I'm not that person that goes straight to the fight. I always kind of fuck off, grab some shit, and then go look for a fight. Which kind of sucks because, like, by the time I find a fight, everyone's like shot because, like, your armor upgrades now with damage. I don't know if you knew that. Yeah. So, like, that. yeah. So, like, by the time that you like find someone, they've already killed like three squads and they already have like level five armor. So it, that's kind of shitty. But, um, 
Yeah, so the maps update basically what it is is uh so uh the maps oh, so this comes from uh David Oze, he's the lead level designer at Apex Legends. Our map update has always allowed our designers to shake up current uh rotations and give you new exciting combat space to learn master and hopefully outplay your opponents. For the latest season, our first step was to identify what we wanted to change and how. We knew Olympus launched with fewer points of interest, which is I'm on that um, than our previous map. So we wanted to tackle the first and lay the seeds up for the future content. We have granted ambitions for the future Olympus, and the season you'll begin to see those ideas take root, literally. So, like, they made the level... What I can, can understand is that the level isn't just more uh, horizontal, but they've made it more vertical as well. So, like, there's a ship called Icarus that crashed there. And so uh, a rogue fleet of ships from the outer, from outer space has breached the atmosphere of Paz, Pazmuth. Its lead vessel, the Icarus, has docked with Olympus, bringing this with it a uh, viscous parasite plant of unknown origin. The resulting outbreak begins to take root along with the, service, the surface of Olympus, and the accompanying vessels can be seen from far away as, as the docks. Throughout the Icarus are the corpses of some of the scientists who worked aboard the ship while in deep space. Be sure to take advantage of the f- leftover key cards that spawn randomly upon one of their bodies. If you find the key card, rush to the front of the ship to gain access to the best loot aboard the Icarus. So it's like they brought back, um, what do you call it? Uh, the vaults that they had in the game where you found a key card. Like if you killed one, like in um, World's Edge. They'd be floating robots. If you shot, if you timed it right for the most part, and you shot one down, it'd drop a key card, and you had to run to a vault, and you'd find like nothing but level three, level four armor, like and like guns, weapons, and all that crap would be in there. So they kind of brought that back because World's Edge was probably my favorite map, aside from King's Canyon. But um, but yeah, no, it's it's pretty sweet. Um, as well as we got a new weapon, which is the Bokek bow. So I think that's pretty cool to play as a bow. I'm curious. Um, a powerful and deadly weapon for those with the skills to wield it, capable of inflicting tremendous damage to medium range. At medium range, you'll need to make each shot count because I bet you it's a it's a slow reload. I bet you, like it's it a slow rate rate of fire. Cool. It looked uh, she shot at once. For a bow on oh trailer. yeah, I'm sure. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, that's uh, that's round two, and I think uh, we didn't lose anything. Not no. yet. I'm knocking on wood. Yeah, but yeah, so that's that's what I got for the news. And so, what do you guys? I don't know. Do you guys? I mean, Nolan, you want to play Apex Legends? I do. I yeah, just we should find time. I'm gonna have to take a day off work and just do it. I'll play with. Well, I mean, if you, I don't know what you do. I was gonna say before you do, like maybe if you play Halo, if we play Halo at eight, you're home at seven, we'll play an hour of Apex before we play Halo. Maybe, yeah. Yeah, we'll do like an hour of Apex and then an hour of Halo or two hours of Halo or whatever it is. And remember, you can watch that Tuesday at 8 p.m. Pacific. You stream Halo at One Podcast for Nerds on Twitch. That is one. Yeah, the number one. Podcast four. Number four, nerds. Uh, as always, if you if you subscribe to Patreon, I'm going to plug it one more time. Uh, you're able to watch the video form of this, which isn't just this. It's all the crap that just happened. Like, you're going to watch us record the first one and then it's going to oh, go no. and then you get to watch us record the second one. So if you want to see deeper reels of this, which <laughs> I don't know. Just go completely off rails, man. It's like, yeah. this was bad. <laughs> this so the you have the time. video for the first bit, but not the audio? No, I have, no, I have, I have everything. Okay. Uh, but like when, when we lost the audio for 
the podcast, like the actual podcast version. We have the audio for the, the for video. We have everything. Audio and video for all. But the audio for the podcast, I don't have. Oh. So that's what we had to re-record. We're re-recording the podcast. But $4 a month on Patreon. Uh, you can also donate on Acast. And uh, you can follow us on Twitch and Instagram at One Podcast for Nerds. Anything about your podcast you want to plug? Like, you know, come sit down. Tell me what to tell me. Tell me I'm wrong about my stuff, even though I know I'm right. Um, tell me uh, I want to hear your tastes, so I can tell you that you're wrong and I'm right. You know, just the good stuff. Come so yeah, uh, if you guys want, if you guys have like anything interesting you guys want us to cover via music, like these aren't out yet, but they'll be out probably in what well, we're May. June. We'll say July. So if you guys have anything you guys want us to cover for like a game you enjoy and the music you really like listening to. Email us at one podcast for nerds at gmail.com. Uh, if you're on Patreon, just send us a, te- a message and, uh, and yeah, we'll, we'll cover that. Uh, and then Nolan, you got a few you're, you're looking to do for what, what are some games that everyone can look forward to that you want to talk about? Some of the biggest for me were like the Dragon Warrior series for original Nintendo. Okay. I love those. Um, Romance of the Three Kingdoms, I was thinking about that's pretty obscure. I don't know many people who've played those historical uh, strategy simulation games yeah um those are probably lost more hours than than anything else and andrew kazooie never played it does that know but that's what austin said yeah oh you want to do you want to do banjo kazooie austin oh i'll do banjo kazooie on uh, Mm -hmm. music but i want to talk with no one about banjo kazooie but he's never played it Oh, he can play it. He's going to start. Oh. He's going to start right after this podcast. Okay, we'll find you a way to play Banjo Kazooie, Nolan. <laughs> Bring it to Game Pass. Bring it to Game Pass. Bring it to Game Pass. It's on, it's on Xbox 360. It should be on Game Pass. Not for PC. Oh fuck Game fuck Game Pass then. Wow. <laughs> Banjo Kazooie. I was all for it until I don't have Banjo Kazooie. Yeah, we, well, yeah. That's why we're playing Halo. So yeah, we're going to do Halo too. We're going to cover Halo. We've yeah. done Halo on the on the podcast. You know, but for Nolan's uh, a nerd to the past podcast. Oh, I'll talk with Nolan for hours on. Yeah, we'll we'll do Halo. But yeah, uh, so yeah, some some things to be excited about coming down the pipeline. Uh, those will be Patreon exclusive. Uh, like all, like most of them will be. We will release one episode of each once a month. Um, just so we we don't want to make anyone who listens to us alienate each other. Okay, so let's yeah. let's let's say our buys and then we can we can talk about all this crap. So thank you for listening, everybody, and uh, we'll see you next week. All right. Cheers. Cheers, guys.